Welcome to The Sip List, the podcast where we drink wine and count down our top five favorites of all the things, including movies, music, TV shows, books, and more. The Sip List does not claim ownership of any clips used in this episode, as any film, TV, or sound clips are owned by the original copyright holders. Additionally, this podcast does contain spoilers, so please be aware. This show does also contain explicit content, so please keep that in mind as you are playing it wherever you are, work, car, etc. Thank you and enjoy the episode. Welcome back to the sip list. This is the podcast where we drink wine or whatever you're drinking and count down our top five favorites of all the things as I wipe my lipstick off my wine glass. Um, I'm Amanda, your host, and tonight I have a first timer to the show again. Yay! So excited. <laughs> um, I have Alex Gomez, aka Gomez from Playlist Wars. What's up, dude? What's going on, Amanda? Thank you for having me on the show tonight. Thanks for coming. I'm excited. We've been talking about this and I'm excited about our list and hopefully we'll do some more because, you know, there's just so many. Also, I need to be on some more playlist wars. I know y'all have, I know y'all have an extensive list of people that want to be on your show, but music is my love language. Like I want to be on every single one of these. (laughs) No no worries. I think, uh, I know, uh, well, I'm going to talk to Brian tomorrow, so I'll definitely, uh, hit him up saying, yeah, we got to get Amanda back. So not to worry. We've had our, our five Peters, um, repeaters, three Peters. We have everyone here. You know what I mean? So the good thing is uh, we get people who love coming back to the show and enjoy it. So they're always welcome back to the show. I feel like maybe you need like a third co-host. Like you guys need a female perspective, but I'm just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, every time I listen, I'm like, oh, oh. But I had a lot of fun on the 90s dance songs, and I'm waiting for that one to come out so everybody can vote for me to win. That was a a great time. There was a lot of good songs on that one. Yeah. Uh, I pulled out even the Spanish a little bit, so. I mean, I will say, I have to go back and find it. I don't know. I have my my little, I do everything on paper because I'm old school, but the amount of songs. Okay, so. This is my song list. Yep. You don't worry. And then I about narrowed it. it down to 10. Like <laughs> if you did, saw two extent, more episodes. <laughs> I, oh, easily. It's kind of funny because if you saw how I started off the playlist wars, I had my little black book um, and it has all my notes still. And mm-hmm. it's now we, we, we use the, now it's the playlist archives now. <laughs> yeah. Brian introduced me to Google, uh, Google Drive, and now I type mm-hmm. everything in, and I don't write anything anymore except for when I need to when I'm doing a show like which song I want to hear, you know, like what song caught my my uh, my ear from the neck from the guest or Brian. I'm like, oh, that is, I forgot about right. that song, you know, with our honorable mention. So 
it's like, oh yeah, that's got to go on. Or damn, did I should I put that on? I shouldn't. Or was you know was on my list and it's off the list, and then put it back on the list. So it's and pretty I cool. do that too. So I like to be able to write notes of things if I'm like, oh, I didn't think of that, but. I don't know. I, I am old school. I do everything on paper. I mean, I do a lot of stuff on the computer, but I like to look back at my notebooks and be like, oh, hey, look, here's my top five movies about pets. What the fuck was I thinking? No, I'm just <laughs> no so I, I'm on, I started my podcast October of 2020 and I'm on finally my second notebook. I get these, uh, these beautiful notebooks at Marshall's and they're nice. really like leathery and cute and nice paper and i like the way the pens write on the paper i'm a nerd anyway no it's all right i i uh i started after i used our black notebooks and then we decided to open up our own little little shop and I actually have my playlist wars notebook oh nice yeah so it takes it back a little bit and you know it's always the fun stuff that the little things that mean a lot to everybody <laughs> yeah I, I'm a big uh, office supplies nerd, so I have lots of pens, lots of markers. I do the adult coloring. You should see my marker collection. It's borderline obsessive. <laughs> oh, no worries. It probably you, you probably have more than I do, but I love doing the adult coloring book, too. I, yeah. I find it to be a very good stress reliever. It is. It is, especially if you're dealing with Bob Ross's book. <laughs> He's, Ooh, I've seen it. I don't have it, but I've seen it. I, I've posted a couple of pictures on Twitter on my account. Okay. Uh, that I, I've done a few already uh, uh, when I, I was uh, home for a couple of days from work. So uh, I had a, I had a, some time to kill and I figured why not do something I truly enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. I really enjoy it too. And I actually made my own coloring pages and sold them on Etsy. So I was proud of myself for that. <laughs> That's awesome. I made Johnny Depp uh, trial quotes. <laughs> coloring pages. That is awesome. You can't go wrong with that. So yeah. Okay. So why, since we've been talking about it, tell the people about Playlist Wars. So Playlist Wars is two best friends, me and Brian Colburn. Uh, We've been friends now. Oh, Jesus. Over 28 some odd years now. Might be 29. I I lost count. It's amazing. It's, we met, uh, Brian was a senior in high school. I was actually a freshman, uh, incoming freshman. So uh, Brian was my day buddy of class and people were looking at us like we were twins because we literally looked like each other at that point. <laughs> even, even after he left and he went to college, we kept in touch. Um, you know, it was hard scheduled because he was always asking how I was doing in football and I was asking how he was doing in college. Mm-hmm. You know, he threw some, you know, some information my way, how to become a better player. And then he le- he went, came back up to Montclair state and, you know, and we, we always hung out whenever we could, whenever we had a chance, we hung out. Um, even if it was at the football parties or mm-hmm. hanging out with friends that we had in common and stuff like that. And, um, you know, Brian is a musical guy, you know, he loves mm-hmm. his music. Brian's been in a few bands. He's got, uh, Colburn and company, which is, his uh, his acoustical, uh, band, really jam band that he has that he plays really good music and a lot of good covers. Uh, Brian was on a rock band called the fourth, which I always loved. And then Brian did a punk band for a little while, which is another great fun. Oh, and nice. Then, and then he did. And that was intense and a lot of fun. There's <laughs> man, a lot of good memories on that one, too. There's a lot of good memories, Aww. period, with every single band I've been with with Brian. That's awesome. And, and as I got older, I got married and I really haven't gone to many shows as I love to. Mm-hmm. It's hard with families now. And he understands that. 
Yeah, it uh, is. And then uh, the idea of the show, Playlist Wars, I was I, I had an injury. I was out of work for a couple months and, uh, you know, I was throwing some ideas. I was bored at home trying to figure out how to occupy my time uh, mm-hmm. besides catching up on Netflix, Hulu and all that stuff, which by the by the first month I was already done. And you I, can I just, really only watch so much TV at a time. Exactly. Like, yeah. So I go to Brian. I just said, hey, you know, I know you're still with Toon Styles because he was on Toon Styles podcast for a long time uh, with his co-host, Jason. So I, I said, hey, can you give me an idea? Maybe I want to do my own podcast on my own. Just talk about sports or, you know, music, upcoming music, video games, movies that are coming up. And then that was, you know, right during COVID, which not a lot mm-hmm. of people were doing movies anymore so everything was being streamed so and then he came up with the idea he said hey let me talk to you uh, you know i might have an idea let me just let me just write it down on a paper and let me see what you think a couple days later he came up with this idea playlist wars where me and him and a special guest like yourself when we had you on the show we talk about music what is our top 10 favorites so i was like wow and he goes we battle it out, but I go, but where's the concept that who's going to win? Right. We let the people vote. I'm like, wow, that's something new, something different. No one's really doing it. Right. And the, the brainstorm came up. So um, I finally went back to work. Um, I got my first mic, which was the snowball, which everyone gets the first time. Um, I currently have one <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with it. I, I, I think I covered about, Six, uh, four four and a half months with it and then i went to the uh, road as you can see right here mm-hmm. uh, which nice. is my second mic uh that i have and it's been great now i'm probably gonna be upgrading to a third mic soon which now i'm gonna have it on boom and everything mm-hmm. make me look professional <laughs> very official yes and um you're you know, not official the- until your mic comes out of thin air into the video and you're just like what oh it's just yeah, hanging there exactly <laughs> um and we had some great guests too already. Uh, we had G Love, we had Rob Felicetti from. I uh, love that one. I yeah. so just to interrupt you real quick. I don't yeah. think a lot of people know about G Love, and I have been obsessed for years. So when I saw that, I was so excited because I was like, "Oh my god!" I thought I was the only one that knew about them. <laughs> no, no, and it's kind of funny. Um, a lot of people who I, my, a lot of my coworker actually knew who G Love was. Like, oh man, I got stories about him, you know. So, you know, like all good stories about his music. And let me tell you, when we talked about with him and his music, he was a, such a great guy. That's so awesome. nice. Um, there was one song that it hit both of us really. You know, it was like, wow, you hit the nail on the head. That's exactly how I wrote it for and everything. And he goes, that's, that's what I love to hear from other people. Right. You know, and it was really great. We had uh, Rob Felicetti from Bowling for Soup. Uh, we had Mark, uh, who was a drummer for Sister Hazel. Um, we have Black, uh, the the singer from uh, Blacktop Mojo. We, we had a lot of nice musical guests and more. That's coming. awesome. And, you know, we have more coming. I mean, some of our shows include the hip hops uh, that mm-hmm. we did with Doug Miller. Um, one of the one of the long lasting jokes now with Brian is the uh, the episode of YouTube with our buddy Chris Hartman from Films Exile. Okay. Uh, because he picked the Christmas song, you know. In oh, a, yes. I heard about this. <laughs> so, you know, it's one of the ongoing jokes. Um, Which is the and, best thing about podcasts. Is, yeah. You know. And the ongoing joke with Chris is that he lo- he always loves the Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas. I'm like, oh, God, ban that music, please. So it's just things like that. I mean, 
our repeat guest, Chris Hartman's been on uh, so many times with movies. Uh, mm-hmm. We just we just did another one with him uh, recently. Uh, Doug Miller has been on twice, uh, three, t- three or four times with us, too. Uh, we just did uh, Hip Hop Part 2. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, so there's a lot of great stuff. And we're coming out with more, more stuff. So, you know, they could find us. I'm excited. I, I am. Summer is just jam packed already. I'm sure. Um, you know, we're actually, I'm going to be leaving for vacation soon. So luckily we got a couple episodes, uh, you know, in the bag already. Um, I got to do one. Good. Well, we had a, we were supposed to record last night, but we had a little situation that we have to now change our recording to tomorrow. Ooh. So yeah, nothing bad. Just, uh, you know, life right. shit. <laughs> no, no power outage. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> so we didn't want to take the chance, which I totally get. So I cannot tell you how often, and I wish I could have, like, I could tell them too, uh, how often I go around my house going, your baby ain't sweet like mine. <laughs> <laughs> which I know that's like a, like, you know, one of their, his bigger songs, but I yes. just, for some reason, that song, I just love it. I'm like, I, I say that all the time. I'm like, baby ain't sweet like mine. <laughs> the, the, the album we talked about was the sauce. Let me tell you, it was just a mm. great time. Um, the stories he was telling us, the people he has met, where he has recorded. It's just, you know, it's mm. just amazing. Guys, the guys from Philly. Uh, and I think okay. it was from Pennsylvania. And he recorded so much in Tennessee, down south. He's got a lot of great music. He was just amazing. Yeah. Uh, uh, him, uh, we actually had Liberty um, from uh, uh I forgot his name. Uh, he was he was in the Billy Joel band uh, for a long time. He was the drummer for uh, Liberty. It was his, it's his first name. He was another great guest. Great stories. That's um, awesome. You know, we did the Songs of the Attic uh, album with him, the live, mm-hmm. and it, that was another great episode. He he had such a great aura with us, and it was just it's just been awesome when we're able to get these awesome people to come on our show. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Which. For me, when I had when we had Rob Felicetti, Bowling for Two, that was my first mm-hmm. like live superstar, and I messed up his name several times. I, Brian yeah. saw me practicing every day, making sure I say his last name correctly. Now I say it like if it's nothing, right? Because he's then, not here to hear it. <laughs> no, he's heard it now. He's uh, he's uh, you know he's heard it. I've not messed it up ever since. But I, uh, I'm always afraid to always mess up someone's name. Yeah, and um, and then he 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 flipped it on me. He's like this, hey. Alejandro, and that's my real name. <laughs> so I was like, "Damn, he's going with the real name now." So, uh oh, so <laughs> you're was, in trouble. I was in trouble. I honestly, I've made so many friends and met so many new people doing this podcast thing. Like, <laughs> like I just did it because I wanted to talk to people and, like, especially mm-hmm. to my friends about stuff that I care about. And you know, I've made so many friends, but it's also like you get all these people from other shows that want to collaborate with you, and it's yeah. like. Again, making new friends like us, like you just, you don't realize how much you have in common with other people until you start doing shit like this. It's like, it's amazing. It is. And the the funny thing is, is it's for me, uh, as Brian has gone on a lot of shows, Brian is Mm -hmm. awesome when it comes to that because he is the musical nerd you'll ever meet. Mm -hmm. He knows so much about an artist being Tom Petty's being one of his far his favorite artists too. I mean, he's got a lot of artists he loves, but I think that's the cars and Tom Petty are his two. I mean, like, true loves. That's a when, good true love to have. <laughs> yeah. Me, I'm more of the, uh, the streamliner. You know, I, I, I listen to, you know, Spotify, Apple music, 
uh, YouTube music, uh, good pop, you know, everything yeah. you could you could play stream now. Um, and as we were as as we were developing the show, the first few episodes, I'm trying to find my niche. Like, what's me? What works right. for me? Brian's got all this knowledge. What do I have? And I think it was the Beastie Boys. A brilliant personality. Well, that too, but <laughs> um, it, I believe it was the Beastie Boys, and we were talking about No Sleep Till Brooklyn. I said, you want to laugh? I go, listen, I got a movie reference. You know, it was with Steven Seagal. Um, uh, oh, I, forgot the I name know of the what movie. you're talking about. Yeah, and, and they were like, oh my God, you know, and then there and was Brian another- Brian knows shit about movies. Brian is Poor not- guy has not seen any movies. <laughs> he, he admits it. He admits it. No, I know. But I mean, the good thing is like with me, he'll ask my opinion. I, and I say, listen, I think this would be a better one for you. Um, you know, we'll, we'll speak. We don't show each other's lists because yeah. it's not fair. Yeah. And it, it, so he'll say, Hey, that's cheating. Yeah. He'll, he'll ask my opinion, like on a movie soundtrack, like, Hey, what do you think of this song? I'd like to be honest with you. It's not you. That would be more me. This would probably be more you than me. Like, and if I'll, like, if I don't know something about a band, I ask him, Hey, can mm. you give me an idea of what I'm looking at and who I'm, what I'm reading? What am I, what am I listening to? And that's yeah. a good thing. And, um, you know, the movies and the video games became my niche. Mm-hmm. And, and everyone seemed to gravitate a lot. They're like, oh, my God, I love the movie reference. Um, right. Because you, it's like a full circle and you get like a full episode, not just of music, but you get all these other tidbits, too. I love Playlist Wars because it's very similar to what I do. And mm-hmm. when I was trying to come up with my podcast, I was like, what's so... I became friends with the guys who do the Overlook podcast and they are not really doing the Overlook very much anymore, but they helped me a lot. And when I was trying to think of my podcast, I was like, okay, I really like the Overlook because I'm a big Stephen King fan. Like I like Mm -hmm. what they do, but I don't want to pigeonhole myself. Right. And I am a huge list person. I make lists for everything. My, my cousin and I, he's the one who really inspired me. He's like, Cause I'm, I'm a blogger and he's like, Oh, you need to do a podcast. And I was like, well, what would I do? And I'm like, top fives, because you never limit yourself to anything, right? You know, it can be anything you want, but even you guys with music, you'll never run out of options. And, no, I mean, if you and think like about I told, look- Oh, sorry. I told no, no, Brian, no. I was like, I literally have a playlist for everything. I was the person making mixtapes and mix CDs and everything before other people were doing that. Like movies and music like are my love language. And I need music all the time, like just to be inspired or even to function sometimes. So I really love what you guys do. And I was happy to do it. And every time I listen to an episode, I'm like, Oh, like if you saw the playlists on my phone, you would go. I mean, you've seen some. I showed. Oh you, yeah, I, yeah. I, and some of them. And let me tell you, the uh, the one that you showed me actually today was the uh, the Spanish list. That was actually really good. I loved it. It's a yeah, great mix. I love that one. I and, just randomly picked up on it because Apple Music, and I was like, this is, I like it. And it's really good because it just shows like everyone's into so many different, you know, mm-hmm. genres. I guess is the best way of putting it. You know, yeah. decades. Anyway. Uh, this has been a very nice conversation, but we still have a list to get to. <laughs> yes, we do. I know. Uh, I've had a few glasses of wine. It's been a stressful couple of weeks. Speaking of that, what are you drinking? I'm drinking water. That's cool. 
because why i gotta get up at 5 a.m to go to work tomorrow oh fuck that shit that's what the week oh well then for. yeah we do need to move this along you're an hour ahead of me that's okay uh, but i'm having fun doing it you're drinking it straight out of the jug i love it um i'm hardcore with the water well i'm not much classier because i'm having my um big my, glass wine uh, well it's my cardboard <laughs> boxed wine yes i know those. that's what i was laughing <laughs> the good old kirkland brand from costco can't you go wrong not go wrong with that at all <laughs> but you know you know costco during i think during november they do have the big glass wine the big they have like a mm. one that's like four foot tall i think you need one of those i have a picture of myself hugging one of those at costco i didn't mm. buy it but i have yeah. the picture so. i think you should buy it <laughs> i may have to the Simplest is a proud member of the Nerd House Entertainment Network. There are many shows there to enjoy. Go check out Moral Combat, where they argue and the audience votes about all kinds of things. Flops, where they discuss laws that make no effing sense. Tangents with Spencer Sellins, where, you guessed it, they go off on tangents. And Mid-Tier Entertainment with Rook and Wild 7, playing games and just doing fun stuff. You can find all the shows on the network at nerdhouseentertainment.com. Okay, well, we're going to do some sip libs, and then we are going to get into our list. So, mm-hmm. as discussed prior to recording, I could not find anything football-related. Um, so, this is a short one, but it is called Pizza Parlor. And I figure since people eat pizza while they watch football, or in my case, we go to the pizza place after a football game, this that kind too. of sort of, you know, whatever. Fits in. Okay, so I'm going to let you go first. And this is a short one, so we'll get through it quick. Give me a male name. Brian. Oh, Brian. Okay, mine is an adjective, and so it has to be certifiably fuckable, which if you don't know about that, I'll inform you later. <laughs> it's, the, it's the party line adjective for my show. Okay, noun. Mm, football okay <laughs> adjective i'm gonna say wet <laughs> food plural hot dogs oh my god i was thinking hot dogs <laughs> that's amazing that was literally what popped into my head okay Plural noun, I'm gonna say, let's say Cox. That's a good one. I've had a few glasses of wine. This is gonna be good. All right, verb ending in ed. Pleased. Pleased? Okay. No, pleased. Oh, pleased. Okay. Because we're going there. <laughs> oh, God. A liquid. I mean, I have to. I have to. Jizz. All right, last one, a noun. <laughs> I told you this is not this is not for the faint of heart. No, it's not. Uh rubber. <laughs> okay. All right, here we go. Come on over to Brian's Pizza Parlor <laughs> where you can enjoy your favorite certifiably fuckable dish pizzas. Ooh. You can try our famous football lovers pizza or select from our list of wet toppings including sautéed hot dogs, cocks, and many more. (laughs) 
Our crusts are hand pleased and basted in jizz to make them seem more rubber made. <laughs> rubber made, I love it. Oh, Brian's gonna be mad that we created Brian's Pizza Parlor. Uh, yeah, he might be. I might get That's a little bit. That's worse than the... uh, Freddie Fazbear's Pizza. Oh God. Do you know about Freddie Fazbear? Okay, I don't know if you do. <laughs> no, but I can only imagine. Uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. It's a video game slash comic slash whatever. It's it's okay. Did you ever go to Showbiz? No. Or okay, Chuck E. Cheese. Yes. Okay, it's animatronics, but they're evil. Okay, it's like I remember Willy's that. Wonderland. If you've okay. seen that. Okay. Yes. All right. Yes. Now I remember. Okay. Especially the really bad singing. Yes. And then the bear I, that always dies. <laughs> from I drumming. used to always have this fear that I would drown in the ball pits. Like yeah. one time when I was little, I got stuck way down in one and I didn't think I was going to make my way to the top. And ever since then, I always had nightmares. As an adult, I stepped in one and it came up to like my ankles. What the fuck? It's like, I don't know. It happens. <laughs> How is it so much bigger when you're a kid and when you're an adult, you're like, really? I was scared of that. Now I'm scared of his needles and dirty diapers. <laughs> the uh, more snakes. Yeah. And spiders and bees. In a ball pit? Not in a ball pit in just general. <laughs> oh, okay. I was talking about in the ball pit, but okay. Ball pit I'm not afraid of. <laughs> All right. So we are counting down our top five favorite football movies. Mm-hmm. And we don't know each other very well. We've talked a couple of times um, and now we've talked for a while, but yep. If you have to guess out of our five, how many do you think we're going to have in common? We're the same age, which helps me a little bit on my guessing. I'm going to say at least two. Okay. Because there's so many great football movies. Mm -hmm. I actually had a hard time uh, picking my five. And I, and I do have some honorable mentions on it. So it's very difficult. um, You can do it. Yeah. Again, it's very, it was so hard though, but um, I've done, I did it. You know, it's, uh, it's a hard list, but I think, you know, that's what she said. Yeah, that too. (laughs) (laughs) But I know, um, you know, it's just, there's ones that are there, there's a lot of meaning to it for me. Yeah, me too. And, And the thing with this one is there's not really any kind of criteria. Like sometimes on the show with our lists, you know, the, individual people will say, well, I use this criteria to make my list or I use that criteria. But with football movies, there's not really like, I mean, unless you want to say I went only hardcore sports or I went only emotional or I went, you know, whatever. I went. It's with a very what, versatile category. Yeah. I just loved it because first of all, it's a great story, great movie, great football, you know, right. It doesn't matter what year it is or what it, you know, it's got to have a great speech in there. So there's a lot of yeah. things that it, it takes part of it. Well, and you know, cause you listen to the basketball one. So you kind of, you know, have yeah. a, with this show, it's all about what you like. There's no judgment. There's no shame. There's it's, we're not talking top five, you know, critically acclaimed football movies. This is what are your favorite football movies? And I say that because one of my picks, I might get some hate for, but I don't fucking care. All right. <laughs> So you're going to go first. What's your number five? So my number five is Rudy. The 1993 American mm-hmm. football right there, Rudy. It starts with uh, Sean Aston as playing Rudy Rudiger, Daniel mm-hmm. Rudy Rudiger. So yeah. 
it's a kid who is is too small. You know, he's five foot nothing. He's a hundred and nothing, as it says in the movie. He is this little guy that his ambition is to play Notre Dame football. Mm-hmm. He was a great football player. So for me, this story as growing up as an I, I went to an Irish high school, uh, Irish school, Catholic school. Right. So from grammar school all the way to high school, you know, Rudy, Notre Dame. Right. Yeah. So for me, then at one point, I wanted to go to Notre Dame too. That's like the only place you're allowed to go to college, right? <laughs> well, no, I mean, you can go anywhere else, but it was just like, you know, wow. <laughs> that Sorry. That's okay. No, it was um, me. To run out that, that tunnel with the gold helmet yeah. on is, it's the greatest thing ever. Um, I was fortunate enough to see a Notre Dame football game. My wife took me when right here at MetLife Stadium. Nice. Um, we, she surprised me and she got tickets right where they were running out in the tunnel we were like that's third, amazing third row from the field it was the perfect game it was notre dame versus syracuse and the cool thing was actually one of our my the kids that i that i knew went to college in syracuse was playing against the team so it's like he knew i was supporting notre dame because i'm a huge mm-hmm. irish fan so this movie really resonated with me a lot just seeing the pressures of what you got to go through to play sports um, mm-hmm. As as an ex football player in high school, I went through the same struggles as being a big guy. The dedication, but the my mm-hmm. coaching, my head coach, really pushed me to be somebody better. He goes, "You can do it. You see this? This is you're going to start here next mm-hmm. year." And I and he I, I go, "Well, help me become this player you want me to be." And just like in this movie, he did what he had to do, yeah. and that that's why. And Rudy's not my number one, but uh, I have another number one. But this this is one of those movies that I love the 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 the, the history of Notre Dame, the uh, mm-hmm. you know uh, play like a champion was always a thing at our school in my high school. That banner that banner still resonates to this day in our locker room. We always hit it just like the players did. So a lot of things like that. So it brings me back to my glory day a little bit. Yeah. But even as a coach there, um, I had the opportunity to coach there too for a while. Oh, nice. And, and see that it was just awesome and amazing. So I started off with number five, Rudy. I like it. And, you know, it's like Rudy is, he's quote unquote too small, but he's got the heart of like every single person on that team combined into one person and he never yeah. gives up. And it's no, just, he doesn't. you know, so beautiful and inspiring. Um, I had a hard time leaving that out of my top five. It is on my long list. Um, I basically had three movies tying for one spot and I picked one over Rudy, but you can't go wrong with that movie. I mean, it's so inspirational. Oh, it is. It is. It is. I, I applaud that choice. Thank you. Um, Well, speaking as an ex cheerleader, (laughs) (laughs) um, my, I mean, true, but also, so my number five is more of a lighthearted one, um, but also very, I mean, I'm from the South and mm-hmm. everybody should know how seriously we take football in the oh, South. Big time. Um, it's like gospel. Yes. Um, so my number five is 1999's Varsity Blues. Such a great movie. And yes, it's about football and yes, it very accurately represents the way Texas handles football and 
but it's just so funny and relatable if you grew up in a small town which I didn't I grew up in a decent sized city but Mm -hmm. either way you know I mean I you know as a as a cheerleader a football player whatever you know how people react to somebody who is just like this star like the way that people rally behind a kid and put all this pressure on them and Mm -hmm. and the way the whole town celebrates you know football like it is the only thing in the world and that is how it's very representative of where I'm from and it's just it's a also anytime I can say I don't want your laugh (laughs) (laughs) it's my favorite thing to say (laughs) yes that is a great line for James Vanderbeek yes um I do take issue with Allie Larder um uh, aka what's her name grace no uh, no no, no. Uh, darcy Dawn? sears darcy, uh, Dar- darcy, darcy sears dumping lance for mocks i would take paul walker in a wheelchair with work- legs that didn't work over james vanderbeek i'm sorry oh. but well you know her her ambition was she's just trying to better her life i get it yeah she thought lance was you know ncaa florida state yeah football god and be in the nfl so all she wanted was a better life yeah she just wanted to get out of her town and you know i can't blame her for that but you know it's a good movie i think it's pretty a good reflection of small town football high school kids you know um tweeters a little rapey and i that's a little problematic but (laughs) (laughs) bitches are nothing but panty droppers you give them a percocet and 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 it's real nice like come on bro but (laughs) there's a lot of good there's a lot of good lines in that movie yeah i can't think of miss davis's fat ass (laughs) i can't concentrate (laughs) i give it a 10 a fucking 10 (laughs) so you're gonna laugh that's my number one movie That is my number one all-time movie. Now, okay, uh, growing up in a small town with two high schools, public school and the Catholic school, we never okay. played against each other in football. We all talked smack back in the day. So mm-hmm. I know what you mean when it comes to a small town football team. I am from a small town called Rutherford, not that far from Giant, what, what used to be Giant Stadium, a.k.a. MetLife now. Oh, yeah. One town over. But the teams were small. Um, I went to the Catholic high school. So did Brian. So did Doug. So did Chris. We all went to the same high school. Um, Doug, myself, and Brian played on the same team. We I didn't get a chance. And he was, like I said, uh, a couple of years right. ago. But growing up with the system, the coach reminds me of one of my coaches, the head coach, mm-hmm. um, Kilmer. But he, my head coach wasn't like, sit your fat ass down because you, you hurt my star quarterback. No, he was not like that, but he was strict. Yeah. Um, it's not that far off. No, I mean, I mean, Billy Bob's number was 69. I was number 79. So nice. I, 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 I considered myself like Billy Bob, but better. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I didn't have food fighters. So there, sweet. He, I didn't have food fighters. That goes my hero. When I go block. Yeah. Line. I didn't have that, but he did. So I give him that. Um, yeah. It's kind of funny. Uh, Mox number four reminds me of my quarterback, uh, Dennis Hulse, but he didn't replace an injured star number seven, which is his brother, Mickey. Mickey actually. Oh. Gra- so it's kind of funny that these two numbers coexist with my, my old high school team. 
Nice. So Mickey graduates high school. Dennis replaces Mickey. So I have actually the opportunity to say I actually blocked for both Holst brothers in two different years. Nice. Um, thing. Um, I didn't have a tweeter on the team, or I might have did, but I don't remember. Um, you probably did, and you just don't realize it because I every, didn't realize every it. team has one. But you know, we had the team parties after the games. We met up. We did a lot of things. We were there to help out each other, no matter what. And yeah. that's what something that resonates with me again. So that's why Varsity Blues is my ultimate number one football movie. And actually, I talked I like about it. it with a pop culture yearbook. We talked about Varsity Blues. Oh, nice. So this is why, you know, it's one of those, oh, my God, I love this movie so much. This is why it's this. I mean, it's a great movie. I mean, there's not, you know, other than Vanderbeek and and John Voight's terrible accents, there's not a lot of bad things to say about it. And let me tell you, I'll just say this. I it was kind of funny. I was um I was doing YouTube's and I, and I like watching YouTube's finding out more information on the movie. Vanderbeek was actually saying that him and Voight did the acting through lunch and everything, like really like got in each other's faces. It's just to make them better, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yes, their accents were not the greatest, but you know what? That the, they're playing and the way they played their parts were perfect for each other. Yeah, so. and again, not far off from reality. So, yeah, ex- especially it really, it really in is the south. Yeah, uh, in the north, still, kind of, but it's not like you know. I don't want your life. <laughs> I just don't want your life. <laughs> playing in West Canyon football might have been your life at one point, but it's not my life. I don't want I, your life. I don't want your life. <laughs> <laughs> it's just I can't. It's like which. It, it's a way back episode but when i'm talking about uh we're making a joke about con air and i'm like put the bunny back in the, back box. In the box yes <laughs> it's, I it's love the that same movie. thing it's like it's so cringy but you can't not quote it you cannot quote that movie exactly well there's the something you don't see every day <laughs> there's something so. you don't see every day exactly <laughs> All right. Well, awesome. So we have one in common so far, and mm-hmm. I think that's a great number one to have. So um, what is your number four? So my number four, uh, it's the 2000 movie, The Replacements with Keanu Reeves, Gene Hackman. Um, uh, listen, Keanu Reeves is probably one of my favorite actors. Um, you know, I, I love him in Point Break. Love him in this movie. I love him in Bill and Ted's. Uh, movies uh i love him as john wick i love him uh, everything in the matrix every movie he's done has been perfect i would love watching him. him paint a house <laughs> nah, i wouldn't go that far but i love I him in this in this movie as a disgraced college football the ohio state buckeye which is kind of funny that he plays an ohio state buckeye in point break so it's kind of funny they mentioned him twice in this oh, movie. oh that's right number nine i can remember Utah. that Johnny Utah. And he was number 16 and his name was uh, Shane Footsteps Falco. Yeah. So, you know, the, 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 the hence of the movie is that the NFL or, you know, the fake NFL puts on a strike and they need replacement players. And mm-hmm. Gene Hackman comes in, he's going to be the coach. He's got uh, these two awesome guards, uh, the tackle. You got John Favreau in this movie as I Aiden. love him um he was hilarious in this movie um you know keanu reeves as the quarterback you know you got this was like to me was like an all-star cast yeah um and you know and and a lot of people didn't like it i thought this was a great movie i thought it was a no it's good i love the cheerleaders in the movie 
<laughs> they're hilarious. <laughs> yeah. the, the, the like strippers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, great. You worked in cats. No, 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 no. Pussy cats by the yeah. airport. <laughs> great one liner right there. It's like really by the airport. Yes. And you know, just oh, we seeing... have a we have a great strip club by Dallas Fort Worth Airport that apparently has a good lunch buffet. Ooh, might have to go check that one day. <laughs> so um you know it, to me this was a great movie and you know there was a scene that actually um that actually resonates um not resonates but you know you know what happens and he was talking gene hackman's talking about fear and mm-hmm. you know they, they they start going off bees and they're like oh yeah bees you know they hate those motherfuckers you know but no and um keanu reeves character shane Falcon goes no quicksand and yeah, you know, quicksand's like that motherfucker. No, quicksand <laughs> is another way, not just what you're thinking. It's like something goes wrong and another and another. Mm-hmm. You're just too deep and you just can't get out. There's no one to help you. Mm-hmm. And that's something um, in life that does happen to people. Yeah. And I kind of said that today at work, which is kind of funny. I said it at work today. <laughs> you know, what's the worst thing you could be afraid of? I said quicksand. Like, really? I'm mean, like, yeah, because if one thing doesn't go right, something else won't go right. And another thing, and I just said, I just went through that for two days of work. Something went wrong. Then another thing, then another thing. I thought I was in too deep, but luckily I got out of it. But, you know, that's something that was important. And then towards the end of the movie, spoiler alert, you know, when Keanu Reeves comes back, says, this is my team and I'm going to win it. Mm-hmm. And he goes, suit up. What the hell is waiting for? Traffic. That was the greatest line. <laughs> there was traffic to get to the game. You know, you're talking about <laughs> my bad. Yeah. And you know, it's funny. It's against Dallas, but there were the stallions. Yeah. So one of my favorite, that's another, you know, it's another pick of I love again, so many good movies. And yeah, you know, it, this was just one of those that I love. I love the movie. I love the whole thing about it. Mm-hmm. So Number four, The Replacements with Keanu Reeves, man. Love it. Uh, the Replacements is one of my two honorable mentions. Okay. Did not make my top five, but I am totally with you. Um, speaking of quicksand, I just have to throw out there real quick because, you know, our generation, I feel like we grew up thinking quicksand was going to be like this huge problem. <laughs> yeah. And it's not. Mm. Like, do you know how many times I watched The Princess Bride? And Night Round on Street 4 and thought, if I ever come on quicksand, I'm going to die and I'm scared of it. Never encountered quicksand in my entire adult life. Nope. Or life life. Nope. But there's <laughs> a, the, the, the metaphors there. But you never know. Yeah. Exactly. And yes, the metaphor is is better. But I just I feel like we were lied to as children that quicksand was going to be this problem mm-hmm. and we never had it. Yep. Anyway. Okay. My number four. It's a deep cut as as you would say in the music world yes it's it's from the archives and i found out today my husband hasn't seen it and i wanted to smack him in the face i hope you've seen it but we're gonna find out it's from 1986 Mm -hmm. stars goldie hahn oh my god come on (laughs) wildcats yes (laughs) (laughs) how can you not love this movie like I grew up watching it and it, I will say is probably one of the, well, it is because it's so early. One of the first football movies I ever watched where I was like, oh, look at this, you know, high school football team and look at this lady coach and look how amazing she is. And 
and look how you know the way that she takes them to victory and Mm -hmm. you think against all odds and and she's going through a divorce and she's got all these life issues going on but at the same time she's whipping these boys twice her size into shape and she's not taking any shit from anyone no she wasn't i love this movie and yes it's old but Oh my god! It's a, it, classic. it's a classic movie. One of my favorite scenes. There's a couple of favorite scenes in that movie that I love, but one of them is when she actually went to the team and is like, "Listen, if you could beat me in this around the track mm-hmm. for these many jobs, dead from being tired, I'll quit if you can yeah. beat me." And I love the fact again, another great cast: Wesley Snipes, mm-hmm. Woody Harrelson, Goldie Hawn. You know, great. It, this was a great cast. So many young people that we know and love now are yeah. like, yeah. I mean, and and seeing that the the song, this is how it works. Uh, you know, I keep thinking of that movie when they're going around the track. It's raining, and the guy is like making bets, and everyone's staying, mm-hmm. and the team dropped dead. Uh, Wesley Snipes is like, I'm done. Yep. Yeah. And he, he and I remember she said before they started, he goes, by the way, I ran the Boston Marathon. <laughs> The 25 mile long day, and he said, Ah, shit. Yeah, we just got hustled. <laughs> yep. So, I mean, again, a great movie. Finch is another thing I love in that movie. Mm-hmm. The big guy, you know, number 99. Um, I remember towards the end of the movie, he's like, I'll give you 10 bucks to put me in. <laughs> it was just it, one of those great movies. You know, anything, obviously, as a woman, uh, any movie where a woman has the odds stacked against her and she comes out on top, I'm, mm-hmm. of course, going to be happy about. But but also, it's, you know, she coaches them well. Like, it's yeah. not just, oh, I'm a woman and I'm going to, you know, mother you into being good football players. No, she is hard on them and she coaches them and they win. And yep. she does all this stuff to the detriment of her own family, you know, she almost loses her daughter because they have a party and she gets drunk. And, yeah. you know, it's just, it. you see that work-life imbalance for single moms and how hard it is. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it's, you see how much she loves these kids. And yeah. it's amazing. It's a true love of it. You know what I mean? That's, that's what I love about that movie. It's very heartfelt. And anything with Goldie Hawn will always have my heart because I adore her, but... She's, She's very, actress. very good in this movie. And she is. If you haven't seen Wildcats, you definitely need to watch it just for 1986, a woman coaching a high school football team. Which is like, amazing. Enough said. Yep. <laughs> it doesn't happen. No, it doesn't. So honestly, that is the end of my lighthearted movies on my list. But um, yeah, I could not let Wildcats go and I know most people wouldn't think of it when they think of football movies, but I wasn't. It's one of those movies I grew up watching. You know, my my brother and I, we our parents were very young. My mm-hmm. mom was 19 when she had me. And she met my dad when she was 16. Like they got married when she was 16, he was 18. So right. they never had their, you know, wild years. Well, right. they had them after we were born. So <laughs> we spent a lot of time watching movies and I can't tell you the movies I saw that I never, I mean, I saw Porky's when I was like six years old, like, (laughs) yes, but one of the reasons I love movies so much is because I grew up watching movies over and over and over. 
And there are a lot of movies that I watched on repeat because I like them so much. And Wildcats is one of those movies. I haven't yes. watched it in years, but as a child growing up, it was one of those movies I couldn't stop watching. Like I would just watch it on repeat. So, yeah. And that's one of those movies you, you'll never get sick of. Um, it's a, a, that's a good movie. I love that pick. It has a special place in my heart. So yeah. There's a, there's another great 1980s football movie and it started with Robin Williams and Kirk, uh, Kirk Douglas, no, not Kirk Douglas. Um, oh God, what's his name? Oh my God, I'm gonna a be football uh, movie with Robin Williams. Yes, and it's it's a 1980s movie, which is what kind am of I fun. missing? Uh, a comedy. Uh, it's actually pretty funny. Is I, it? Yeah. It's it's called The Best of Times. Oh, I do not know that one. <laughs> I would say check that movie out. It's an okay. old movie. It's a it's an 80s movie. Oh God! What is his name? It's Kurt something. He was married to Goldie Hawn, or they're together to this day. Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. So yes, it's best of times. Kurt yes. Russell and yeah. Robin Williams. Okay, I'm writing it down. It's another 1986 movie. Okay. And I could I can't believe I forgot Kurt Russell's name. My God, I'm so embarrassed. God, please you forgive me, Kurt be. Russell. <laughs> Kurt Russell, please forgive me. Um, that's another good movie. Uh. Two of I'll those pass along the message. Two of those are actually my honorable mentions: Wildcats and Best of Times. Okay. Um, well, I don't know Best of Times, so I will check it out. Check that out when you get a chance. Okay. Uh, that was it, definitely a good movie to watch. All right. What do you have for number three? So number three. Um, again, these are some hard cuts. I got a bunch. Of, like I said, I, I, I have a top thirty list here with the <laughs> narrow five down. But there's one it's movie. Tough. It's tough. Um, another great movie that is literally real life Texas football, Friday Night Lights. Mm-hmm. Billy Bob Thornton, the, mm-hmm. the, this all star cast that these guys had: uh, Derek Luke, Jay Tim Henderson, McGraw, is so fucking Tim good. Tim McGraw played awesome. <sighs> Lucas Black. You're mm-hmm. talking about some of these guys who are now older now, and you look at them as they were younger. As players, Jay Hernandez, who mm. is Tom Selleck's character. Magnum God, P. I love him. He's a great actor. I thought he did Magnum P.I. well, even though now that the show's canceled. But I thought he's on my smash list. There's nothing wrong with that. Sorry. That's <laughs> he's okay. <so> hot. <laughs> anyway, yeah. sorry. So this was a true. You want to talk about mm. you know, Varsity Blues as being a Texas football movie? This Friday, is the real thing. This is the real thing. This is yeah. Friday Night Lights. The town does shut down. For the football game. Mm-hmm. The town football. See, I remember they were listening to the radio and how people complain how the town put more money on a football stadium than they are to the school. Not for nothing. Football is religion down there. It if, is. If you don't play football, you're not doing anything. Yep. So this story is a legit true story. How, you know, they... You know, they lose their star running back. Everything ran through the running back, Booby Miles. Mm-hmm. You're talking about, he was in the movie too. Actually had no move. He was a coach. In, I didn't know that. Yeah. Looking at my research the other day. Okay. He's actually in the movie with no lines. Hmm. So he, you know, he was there. There's some all-star cast members, um, uh, football players that were in this movie that no one, if you think about it, no one really knew. Um. You know, uh, there was uh, uh, Roy Williams, who used to be a Dallas mm-hmm. Cowboy. I believe he went, went to, to OU. Yes. And I think he <laughs> um, played for 
Perium, I think. Uh, can't even pronounce the team in Odessa. I can't pronounce the mm. team name. I'm so bad. Um, he's in this movie, and actually, there was one. Uh, there was another gentleman who played for um, the fake Dallas Carter, you know, team. So, or uh, Roy Williams. There we go. The parent alumnus. And he actually mm. plays an assistant coach for Midland Lee. And then there's a pro quarterback, uh, Talib. He's in this movie. Ty Law was a wide receiver for Dallas Carter, who played in the high school championship game at that time. At that point, he wore number two. So, you know, you have NFL Mm -hmm. players who were in the real life games. Yeah. And and it just shows you, like, unfortunately, you lose your superstar. What happens? You got to figure out a way to win games. And everybody's like, oh my God, oh my God. The The world has ended. Pretty much, you know, the coach now is on the hot seat already. You know, win us a championship and we'll see what happens. You know, the guy, you're talking Texas football. If you saw Texas playoffs, it's ridiculous. It's like you put the NHL and the NFL playoff system together and there it is. This is 5A football. They have 5A football, which is like NFL ready. You're, You're at the highest level. And to see this small team go all the way to the state championship. And this reminds me now of my high school team again, because I went to a Catholic school. We only play Catholic school teams in in playoffs and championships. So the teams that we see are not these big guys like Dallas Carter. Mm -hmm. Like these guys had some guys, they got meat on them. And I remember when I went into my first playoff game and we're going against uh, St. Joe's Hamilton down South Jersey, these guys are coming, living in Pennsylvania, coming into New Jersey because it's a Catholic school. So they can do that. These guys were power lifters, like 600 pound squats. <laughs> and we're like, damn, we, we, we had to step it up a notch, just like Perry and football did. So, you know, we didn't win the championship of that year, but, you know, it's one of those things you, you remember. And the, this cast was just, the story was great. Yeah. The cast was unbelievable. It, you know, probably again, my top two love of like true life story movies with Rudy. So for me, right. Number three, Friday night lights. Yeah, I am with you. And again, I, you know, grew up in Oklahoma. I live in Texas now. It football is like I said, football is gospel, high school, football, college football, professional football. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, when in Oklahoma, when you're born, it's like you're immediately branded an OU fan or an OSU fan. You have no choice in the matter. You're, <laughs> you know, you're, and, and you're raised to be one of those ways. And of course you can always change or whatever, but really you can't, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, it, and again, that's where all the money is. I mean, yep. you look at OU, you look at OSU, all the money is in football in yeah. the stadiums and the teams and their practice facilities and yeah. everything. Um, I was actually watching on YouTube, uh, YouTube, a life of an Oklahoma D1 football player and seeing the inside of their stadium, the locker rooms, the gymnasium, the, the hangout room, the kitchen for them, mm-hmm. all that stuff. But when you're playing, if you're a D1 player, and you're playing for Oklahoma State, you're up at 515 in the morning. Your yeah. day starts. You're going to the gym lifting 
you're going to your classes and you're back in the gym and you're back on the field and you're back to your classes. Mm-hmm. Be prepared. Your life is they're That's teaching, all. They're teaching you to play football in the NFL if you're NFL ready. And, you know, oh, you, we, we have the same play like a champion sign, mm-hmm. which it's debatable who had it first. But um, um, I'm going to say Notre Dame had that one first for a long time. Goes, I don't know. It's, oh, it's, it's under debate, but regardless, you know, it don't matter. I mean, you're talking it about doesn't two, matter that that should be everybody's motto. You know, it's yeah, it, it's two. You're talking about two college football histories. That yeah. starts back to the 1900s almost. Right. You know, so either it doesn't matter who had it first. It's it's true for any football team. You're right. But it's just it's the momentum for that football team, what it means for them. Yeah. I mean, we still have our OU season tickets. We mm-hmm. go, you know, and it's I mean, it, to me, it's honestly like a more proud thing than even like being an American it's like being a sooner it's like mm-hmm. you know being born and bred and all yeah. that stuff and and it it is an indoctrination for sure but in the south you know Oklahoma Texas Alabama Louisiana like you know all all these states down here like football is your bread and butter so yeah. Friday Night Lights is a good depiction of that mm-hmm. um on my honorable mention list did not make my top five only because I I thought about trading it out with varsity blues, but Mm -hmm. I, you know, I tried to go with stuff besides that. That wasn't so like tried and true to my, what I'm used to. So what I got, (laughs) but an amazing choice and a great movie. So, and the show was great too, by the way. So I didn't get into the show as much, but I love the movie. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Well, my number three, I'm really hoping you're going to have on your list. Um, and it is from 1993. James Conn, Omar Epps, the program. The program. This was hard. It's a big honorable mention for me. Gotcha. Yeah. It's, um, I mean... It's one of those movies that, again, shows you the hardcore reality that is football, especially Mm -hmm. on the collegiate level and even on the NFL level, which I will get to, um, the things that people do, the sacrifices they make, the pressure that you have, you know, it's just there's so this movie has so many different dynamics, which Mm -hmm. is what I like about it you get the story of the coach you get the story of the the heisman hopeful quarterback you know you get the story of the newcomer just knowing he is the best of the best and having to prove his shit you get the story of the raid raged guy who just you know can't ever stop and it all blends together and the loudmouth middle linebacker that was yeah. one of the best yes uh, and Oh, that's such a great pick. And it was so hard to cut. Um, you, you're talking a fantastic reality in 93. Yeah. To see a college football movie made that well. Mm-hmm. Um, it was amazing. It does show you some insides of what, again, I'm not saying it's true, but you get an idea. You know, listen, guy got, you know, 
got his girlfriend to cheat on him on exams so he can keep his grades up. Has that happened? I don't know. Does the program fight for you and try to get you back in? You know what I mean? It's things like that. I don't know if it exists. I, I can't Those say things that. happen. They do. It, but they're, real. they're they they probably <laughs> do. I, I I can't speak for that, for for not knowing. Um, unfortunately, I never got to that level. Unfortunately, I was cut short because I had a knee injury. Yeah. Um, so I never got to play collegiate football on any level. Unfortunately, I, you know, I was the I was amount of money that is in college yeah. football with and and it's interesting the new things they are doing because I have always maintained that college athletes should not be paid to play football. No. But at the same time, because for me at the college level, it should be about the love of the game, perfecting your game and striving towards the goal of making money. Mm-hmm. But at the same time with social media and endorsements and whatever, if a video game is fucking making money off Baker Mayfield when he's a junior in college, he needs to get paid for that. Like, I'm not against that. I'm not against that either. I mean, but they shouldn't and... get paid to play. No. And they shouldn't get a pass on their education. No, Your education is the only thing you have. And I mean, that shows again, like what the educational system is. Yeah, they these, pass everybody. They pass everybody. But you think about a team like Oklahoma. You talk about a Notre Dame. You talk about a Clemson. You talk about LSU. You talk about Alabama. Some of these players are 3.2 GPAs. Mm-hmm. They actually do graduate. And if they convict, if they like, for instance, Jerome Bennis is a great example of Notre Dame. Probably the scariest running back in college football history goes to the NFL early, you know, declares his draft early, is one of the greatest running backs for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And what does he do? He, he was still, he had a great GPA. I think he had a 3.0 GPA before he left college for the NFL. He came back and he finished and he graduated. Some of these guys do graduate. A lot of them do. Eli Manning, mm. another one. He graduated from Ole Miss. But he also has the benefit, not benefit, but he had the career that it doesn't matter if he graduated or not. There are some people where they, you know, may, may go on to the NFL or may even not go on to the NFL. Yeah. And you're I mean, there's so many people whose talent doesn't translate, like Sam Bradford. I love Sam Bradford. My godson is named after Sam Bradford. Like he was a good quarterback too. His his talent didn't really translate to the NFL, and I don't know what his educational level ended up being. I I think he graduated, graduated, obviously, but you have to have something to fall back on, and when you get in the program, they show this when you get passed through every class because you're a football player and then you go out into the real world, like then you're selling cars or you're, you know, and again, selling cars, great career. But if you're hoping to be an NFL player and then you, that's your fallback because you didn't get your education, Mm -hmm. that's going to be a disappointment. It is. You know, some of them get, you know, broadcasting careers or whatever, but especially in football, it's so unlikely mm-hmm. unless you're a superstar that you're going to get an NFL career that gives you a lot of money. Yeah. Like it's just in the way that we, especially, I, I think in probably, you know, 
Big Ten, Big 12, like, especially, mm-hmm. it it's we we give these people passes because they make the university so much money because they get so much press but we're really doing them a disservice because they're not getting their education yeah they're not that's my soapbox about collegiate sports is that you should never sacrifice your education for what's a small chance in hell of becoming a superstar in the nfl and you that's know. one thing, but that, and then again, you know, you think about where's the love of the game. I understand you want to get paid, but you gotta, you have to 100%. I'm high-fiving you right now because that's my yeah. other thing. It's the love of the game. Yeah. I still, even though I played high school, I never had a chance to play college. I still love the game to this day. I love one thing I, and I said, I never regret it was being a coach. Yeah. And at that point, when I got hurt and I became a coach of high school, my dream was to co-coach football in college and maybe one day the NFL. That, you know, dream got shattered pretty quickly, but that's a whole nother story. But coaching the kids, teaching them my mistakes and, te- and teaching these kids as freshmen, mm-hmm. don't do what I did. And, and, you know, people are looking at me, well, what do you mean? I go, family's always first. School is going to be second church will be third football mm-hmm. will always be last because football can change your life or break your life and at any moment at any Literally. moment i know i mean but i was and one thing i was always thankful for my coach who let me come in the year after i graduate to coach with them so a lot of my teammates who were my teammates the year before i'm now they're calling me coach which was difficult and because oh. Dude, you were my teammate just last year. You know what I mean? <laughs> I go, I know, but now you got to respect a little bit of me, you know? So they yeah. did. And, and I earned my spot as a coach. So that's why I loved it. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's kind of why I love the program. I think it's a really good representation mm-hmm. of different stories in the collegiate football atmosphere. Um, it's not just about one guy doing their one thing. It's you get all the different perspectives yep you know and so yeah all right well you didn't have that one okay so what is your number two so number two probably the closest to what you're going to get to nfl any given sunday without pacino that's my number two (laughs) so again the program was so hard to cut but yeah. this was close to what an NFL level movie is going to be. Oh yeah. Um, Al Pacino as a coach. Everything. He's everything. The, Always. The, <laughs> the speech at the end of the movie, you know, are you willing to fight for that person? Are you willing to fight for that inch? Cause the game is all about inches and he is right. And that the, 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 the guitar playing in the background for that part was just, mm-hmm. I get goosebumps talking about it like right now because Mm. that speech was so inspiring. You know, it's true. Is that teammate going to fight? You got to look at that guy in the eye and say, I'm going to, I'm willing to fight for you, but are you willing to fight for me? If I go that extra inch, you know, and I remember one, and one thing about being on an offensive line, because that's where I was is my right guard, my center. Are we going to fight that inch to get that extra yard? 
for the running back to get the touchdown or mm-hmm. to get the first down or get the second down, whatever we need. Are we willing to fight? And that's something that we always talked about. We fought. And one of the models is, is that the team can win or lose on any given Sunday. Mm-hmm. It can be the number one team in the NFL, college level, high school level, peewee level. You could be that number one team. But that crappy scrub team who's 0-8, 0-9, 1-8, they might be just a little bit hungrier than you, and they're going to be willing to beat you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, and the thing is, it I I like this movie because yeah, it's it's a fake, you know, none of the teams are real, blah blah blah. But in the NFL, like what you're talking about, the love of the game. That's why I like college football, or I used to. Now it's not so much, but it used to be about loving playing football. And mm-hmm. the NFL, it's not about that. It's about money. It's about endorsements. It's about contracts. It's about being better than the last guy, better than the next guy. And that's what you see in this movie. It's so much about money and strategy. And even when you're trying to be a good player, you're trying to be a good teammate, or you think you're doing the right thing. There's always somebody that's going to outsmart you or outwit you or just be a complete dick and get their way. And it turns the best people into monsters. I mean, a great example is Dennis Quaid's character. He gets hurt. Yeah. Jane, uh, tra- His tra- fucking wife. I punch her in her cunt face. Sorry. I mean, no worries. Uh, Terambini, <laughs> who plays one play, gets hurt. He goes, what do you do? Fall off the bench? You know, uh, James Wood's fam- one of his famous lines in that movie. And then you got the third string quarterback, Jamie Foxx. Um Willie Beeman. Beeman. No, Willie Steeman Beeman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, here it is. You have LL Cool J. You got Bill Bellamy. You got some of the great. You got Terrell Owens Pass. as a cameo. God, you, got, you know, when you look at the football players that made their cameos, Dick Buckets, mm. Terrell Owens, Ricky Waters, Joe Schmidt, Barry Switzer, Y.E. T- uh, title, Warren Moon, Johnny Unitas, Emmett Smith, for Christ's sakes, was in this mm-hmm. movie. You're talking about a true cast, even the cast himself. You have Lawrence Taylor, one of the best middle linebackers in NFL history. He, when I think when he did this role, I think he was talking about his life. Like, yeah, when he's he's talking about to Willie Beeman about the game, they could it could take away from you. You could get hurt. You could Mm -hmm. this could be all gone. Take advantage of what you got. And, and, you know, and I think he knows from his life, you know, if you think about it, when he, uh, he broke the one quarterback's leg, not on purpose. Yeah. Against the Redskins, you know what I mean? And he knows what damage could be done. So again, you're talking all-star cast, Lauren Holly as, as uh, Rooney's mm-hmm. uh, Dennis Quaid's wife. LL Cameron Coles, Diaz. Cameron and- Diaz, Jamie Foxx, Al Pacino is the biggest name you're talking about. Yeah. You know, what a again, Oliver Stone made an all-star cast. Yeah. For real. Aaron Eckhart, who plays uh Two Face mm-hmm. in Batman, uh, you know, in uh the Two-Face. Dark Knight. Yeah, yeah. Two Face. Great cast. And and oh God, I could never remember her name. It's Francis something. The the mean mom from Titanic. Isn't she also the mom of Cameron Diaz in this movie? No, that was Anne Mag uh, uh Anne Margaret. Oh no, you're right. That was Anne Margaret. My bad. Yeah. Why did I think? She, but yeah, it's just 
again, you get so many different perspectives Mm -hmm. and you see all of the just love and hate and evil that goes into creating the machine that is Mm. an NFL team. I mean, that fucking doctor, it's just like in Varsity Blues when he's like, give him that shot, make him go back out there. Like, you're not worried about possibly ending somebody's career. You're worried about winning the game that you're in right now. But that's the, and that's the thing. And like, it's so Cameron Diaz, And this is Cameron Diaz as an owner. Yeah. She's, she's making a decision, you know, Hey, in the off season, cap and shark. Yeah. You know, well, let him retire. Right. You know, Oh, we'll give him a like, front. Let him have some dignity. Yeah. They, they, this is what some owners do. It's just, it's a very good representation, I think, of how that all actually works. And so, mm-hmm. and it's a really good movie all over. It's, yeah. it's just a great movie, but I, I don't think it's far off from the truth. And, you know. No, it's not. It, uh, as much as I'm not going to be like, you know, I mean. If you play in the NFL or in the NBA or in the MLB or whatever, and you're making your millions, like that's your course. You decided to do that, but that doesn't mean it doesn't come with risks or drama or repercussions or whatever. Um, You're still making more fucking money than I'll ever see in my life. So it's probably worth it for you, but still it's yeah. the, The level of conspiracy and just, yeah. I don't know. Any Given Sunday is a fantastic movie for anybody who hasn't seen it. I hope mm-hmm. everybody has, but yes. Yay, we have the same number two. Woo. Yes. <laughs> well, maybe we'll have the same number one. No, uh, my number one was already said. Oh, I'm that's Mar- right. I'm Marcy Blues. <laughs> okay, well, that means you didn't have my number one. Nope. Okay. But I'm curious to see what your number one is. Okay, well, my number one so I was on the podcast Moral Combat. Okay. Where they do a bracket system of different things and they did uh top sports movies and I got to make a pick and I made it to the finals and nice. I lost to a league of their own with my pick of and I'm not mad that I lost by the way. Not no, mad at all. That's a that's a tough movie to beat. Because after this pick, a league of my own would or a league of their own was my like almost tied, mm-hmm. but I lost with. Remember the Titans. Another hard cut to make. I don't know how you cut that. I really don't. Because <laughs> yeah, you know why? When I look at it, the time of the Remember the Titans was you know not in my time. Unfortunately, I already had a family in the team. Either, but... No, no, but the, what I love the, the the what they do. You know what I mean? You're you're making up a a school called T.C. Williams. You're bringing blacks and whites together to play ball. Now, here's the problem. Um, The one coach is white. The other one is the black coach. He becomes the head coach, not the white guy. Everyone's pissed. So now he has a challenge to put these guys together. I mean, first of all, that's an exceptional pick. Like I said, it was so hard not to put it on my list, but like with me, I go with movies, what resonates in my life and what I've went through and yeah. I've seen it, you know, as a coach, as a player, as a fan, you know what I mean? Um, Disney has put out some wonderful football movies. 
not the game plan with the rock that was pretty not the greatest. Oh, I kind of liked it. It I wasn't on my it. list, but I kind of liked it. It but... wasn't on mine either, but you look at Remember the Titans and Mark Wahlberg's Invincible. Yeah. Okay, two technically true stories. You know what I mean? But you're talking about the time where black and white were separated, especially down south. Yeah. North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, all that area. So this is a great example of a, of a coming together movie. Mm-hmm. First of all, great cast denzel washington denzel washington stole that movie with some of his Mm one-liners um rev the 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 official starting quarterback who could Mm -hmm. do the option and then you got uh sunshine runny bass comes Mm -hmm. in and will patton and yeah the defense uh you know uh these two guys getting together like making the team combining everyone together Mm-hmm. It, it, it was a difficult choice not, not to put this on my list though but i i no, gotta, I'm with you it, it, it's just it's a great pick and i totally see i don't know man that's a hard pick between a league of their own and remember the titans that's a hard pick you're talking about an old woman movie playing boys sport baseball yeah i mean you- i'm not mad that i lost to a league no. of their own i'm not mad but <laughs> Imagine if they did an old league football ladies team. Now you got something to argue about. Like, oh my God, what happens? So, right. you know, it's a phenomenal pick. It, it I just, just think, uh, you know, the, I mean, I like the, the volatile, volatility, mm-hmm. probably not a word. No, volatility I think it a word? Yes, it is. It's volatile. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you know that that the Denzel character he's so focused on trying to be equal level playing field he's you know I'm going to treat the white kids the same as the black kids but he almost doesn't he treats the black kids a little harder and then you've got the Will Patton character going you're being a little too hard and he's like well if I'm not hard on this kid he's not going to know how to deal with real life you know and and eventually they come together and I you know, I like the, obviously the, the racism themes, but also the just relationship and, you know, the, the accident that happens and just how they all, you know, they all come together. And I think that it, it is based on a true story, but it's very loosely based. So there's a lot of things that aren't historically accurate. And I fully admit to that, but I still feel like it's a good for the time, a good historical story and a good coming of age, good football team oh, yeah. building story. And oh, without a doubt, I mean, and uh, the soundtrack is fucking phenomenal. Oh yeah, the soundtrack so. is unbelievable. But you know, and people don't realize Ryan Gosling was in this movie. Yeah, and no one, I didn't realize that was him until I'm like, wait, that was Ryan Gosling. That didn't look mm-hmm. anything like him. He's a baby. <laughs> He's a baby in this movie, and I mean. Here's a great example was the, um, you know, about the racism. You know, when you think about the tight end um, who's in the game when Lassa calls audible, mm-hmm. you know, he audibles out of it for a pass. Oh, I heard, I didn't hear a word. I swear to God. And then Ryan Hurst, as Gary Pertieri, you know, goes to Coach Boone and says, listen, as a player, doesn't matter if you're black and white now. Yeah. I want him off the team because right. – he did was wrong and i gotta applaud that guy for doing that you know what i mean because that's something that you can't do 
Yeah, Especially. and even him bringing the guy to his house to his mom when his mom's made it clear, you know, he she doesn't want anything to do with him. And then, you know, he's like, you know what? No, mom, this is my friend, and you're gonna meet him. And then he hugs her, and then yeah. she like accepts him. And yeah, I know it wasn't that easy in real life, I'm sure, no. but it's still it takes time, you know. You like to think that people can be that way, and you like to believe in the good. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just, you know, him calling out his friend and turning him in had to be very difficult. Oh, without a doubt. But it's, it it was the right thing to do, you know? Mm -hmm. So without a doubt, without a doubt. Well, all right. So what did we have? Two in common? Yeah. We had had any given Sunday in Varsity Blues. Blues, All right. Nice. Well, I mentioned already the replacements in Friday Night Lights as my honorable mentions. Um, the only other one I had was Draft Day. That's another one with Kevin Costner. That's a great, such a good movie. Pancakey motherfucker, love that line. <laughs> uh, when the kid goes, "How do you say that?" It's because I was pissed at the moment. <laughs> right. <laughs> great movie. It just shows you what the NFL GMs and owners do have to go mm-hmm. through a day like that. Um, it's a difficult decision. Uh, you know, Dennis Leary is playing the head coach to Cleveland Browns. You know, you, you have a lot of ter- football careers go to die. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, not anymore, but I mean, listen. I don't know. Baker has not done well, and I'm hoping he goes to Seattle because that looks like his only option. But hey, I would have loved him as a giant, but we signed, we signed Teddy Bridgewater. So yeah. ba- Baker deserves better than what Cleveland had to offer. Anyway. <laughs> no comment on that, but um, I, I I always say I, you know for some reason I had a special place for Cleveland. I don't know why. I, I I love the colors. I think it's something with the colors and the the orange helmet. I don't know what it is, but it's one of those. That's like the that is a true underdog team. Every time you go anywhere, you know you play. You're playing the Cleveland Browns. They never had a championship team. The year they they move. The Baltimore, they win a championship. You know what I mean? It's like you rip Cleveland's heart out. So <laughs> for me, you know, I, I got a special place for Cleveland Brown. You know, I'm a true Giants fan uh, all through, but uh, I have a special heart for Cleveland. I hope uh, with Deshaun Watson, if he gets cleared of all his charges, um, he'll be a the true quarterback they need. I hope Baker does go to Seattle and fight for that starting position over uh, Geno Smith. I think with the number of allegations, Deshaun Watson can go fuck himself off a cliff. Yeah, but he could run and throw. I mean, listen, Baker was injured every time. Baker was injured again this year. I mean, if he could just get a line that blocks He can run and throw his dick into women who don't want it. Well, he paid for it, (laughs) not me. (laughs) Uh, See what happens, but Draft Day was a great movie. Yes, I agree. Um, and yeah, Rudy, uh, what else did you have for honorable uh, mentions? Uh, well, I have one more and, uh, it's an old, old movie, little giants. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, I, I, I can, the list of movies, it's a of, good one. It's a good one. You're talking about Rick Moranis, Ed O'Neill giants versus Cowboys, which is the same thing that's happened <laughs> in real life. You know, right. Ed O'Neill wants all the great players and all the crappy players he cuts. Um, and then Rick Moranis goes, you know, we're going to start a team. Yeah, we're going to start a team. Little Giants. Oh, Little Giants is so cute. I know. 
And the best thing is just that they came together as a team. Um, he has his daughter, Becky, you know, the ice box. He goes to be, she becomes a cheerleader, but Rick Moran supports it, you know, and when they're losing and he goes, and I remember the one like, Hey, hey what's that cheerleader doing? That's no cheerleader. That's my niece. And she's pissed. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it was such a good movie. It was. So that's, yeah. you, know, you know, there's the longest yard, the, the reboot mm-hmm. and the original. Um, yeah. They're both great. You know, uh, you know, not another team movie. I wouldn't consider that a football movie, but it had some good, you know, good things. Um, we are Marshall. Matthew I have, we are Marshall. Uh, gridiron green, uh, gridiron gr- um, grind. Uh, no, mm-hmm. gridiron. Got it. Gridiron gang. Gang. Thank you. <laughs> With The Rock. Another great movie. Invincible. Another one that was one of my deep mm-hmm. cuts. Uh, another movie, The Express. Um, oh, Yeah. That, and that's another true story. Um, yeah. School Ties, The Water Boy. I have The Water Boy. School Ties was hard for me to consider a football movie, but I, I get where you were going with that. Um, it's about a guy who, play, who yeah. gets in for football. Um, um, you know, I had The Water Boy. Water Boy was another hard one not to yeah. make it. Um, another one with Warren Beatty. Having, the devil. Yeah. Another long on old movie with Warren Beatty, Heaven Can Wait. Mm-hmm. Um, that's another that's a good one. one. Um, uh, well, necessary I mean, I, roughness. This is unnecessary roughness with Scott Pollock. Oh, that's another great movie. Hey, stop blowing the whistle! Blow the whistle! How many time lots <laughs> do we have? Uh, three. Can we use them now? So you know, a, a lot of great. Yeah, movies. there's a lot of good ones, and it, it, it's so hard to pick. You know, when you think about it, uh, you know, uh, another one, Tom Cruise. Uh, all the right moves. Yeah. Uh, another one, uh, my all American with Aaron Ockard again. That's another true story. Oh movie. yeah, yeah. So again. Oh, and another one I forgot all about the Blind Side, with uh, yeah, Sandra Bullock. That's another hard not to make a list. Yeah, and that's a good one too. And that, and again, another true story. Yeah. There's so many good movies, and actually, uh, I hate to say, even Jerry Maguire. So I thought about putting Jerry Maguire in my top five because I love that movie that much. But yep. I was like, it, it is about football, but it's not really like it's more about other stuff. But yep. I know it, I, it's, if, uh, if it could if it could really be considered with the other movies, it would have made my top five because I love that movie so much. I, I would probably say yes, because look at draft day. You know what That's I mean? That's true. That's because true. Because you're talking about the GM. You're talking about a sports agent with the football team. You know what I mean? True. You know, uh, look at the cameras, Drew Bledsoe. Uh, you know, a lot of guys from the ESPN show. You yeah. know, uh, again, you know, you're talking all-star cast, Cuba Gooding Jr., Tom Cruise, who's, mm-hmm. made a, you know, he's made how many billions of dollars now with Top Gun Maverick? He's surpassed the billion-dollar mark. Yeah. It was good too. I know. It was I really know. good. I can't wait for it to come out again. We went to see it um, at a like we had a special screening at my husband's company, and they got a guy who's from Fort Worth, and he was a Top Gun instructor. That's so, so he awesome. did like a Q and A. So cool. That's awesome to hear that. That is something I would have loved to have seen. You want to know what I asked him? What did you ask him? If he ever buzzed a tower. Did he buzz the tower? 
No, he said they show you that to tell you if you do that, you will absolutely be expelled, fired, whatever. Do not ever do that. Don't buzz the tower. Yeah. Sorry, you just got to buzz the tower. <laughs> <sighs> Negative ghost rider, the pattern's full. Sorry, Goose, we're going to have to buzz the tower. Yes. All right. Well, that was awesome. Um, we had a couple in common and a lot of other ones to talk about. So yep. I appreciate that. And I thank you so much for being here. Um, what's, uh, what's coming up next on Playlist Wars? Uh, well, we're going to talk about one of my favorite all-time video games, Grand Theft Auto Music. Mm. um we got that cooking um we got some surprise shows coming up i can't mention yet um when we're talking band people um we got nice golden oldies coming up um uh swing uh, the uh, the 90s scone swing scene 80s dance party pink floyd uh songs of 92 guitar hero um i also talked to brian about doing an acoustic um you know acoustic music you know things like that so we have a lot coming up um and we're talking a lot of this stuff we're you know we're recording early so we can give the people some time to digest everything and vote yeah Um, you know um you know we we're gonna have which is unreal the number that we're at right now Um, we're gonna have 76 episodes pretty soon under our belts and i'm so looking forward to what our 100th episode is going to be um, I remember our one year anniversary show. Uh, we had three playlisters come on and tell us what it was their top five songs from any episode they like. You know, nice. That's, that's a good one. So me and Brian got to sit back and enjoy that a little bit. So now we're going to figure out how we're topping that one for a hundred episodes. So we'll see what's going to happen. Um, Playlist Wars uh, can be heard in any, you know, Pod, you know, podcasts, Apple, uh, Spotify, Good Pods, uh, anywhere you hear us, you, you're going to hear yeah. us. YouTube, you know, everywhere we're all over the place. So well, I will definitely share a link in the show notes, and yeah, wherever you get your podcast fix, you can find them and find me. And um, and, and then yeah. Brian, once you once you do that, Brian will actually put it on our on our website, playlistforcepodcast.com. We, we actually are putting our links to whoever show we've been on so Yay. people can catch it on our, our website too. Um, so we'd like to mention, you know, the group and everything. So, you know, it's pretty cool that we could share that for, uh, for every podcast that we're going on to reciprocate. Thanking you guys for letting us be on your show. I love that. And um, you'll definitely come back. I hope. <laughs> oh, I will. I definitely well, like, enjoy. I hope you had fun. Like, oh, don't just be on my time. show. You can tell me later, but no, no, I, you're going to come back. <laughs> yes, no, I would love to come back. I definitely will. Uh, we'll we'll figure out something else, uh, movie wise. You know, sure. you know, there, all kinds of stuff. There's there's different types of movies. Um, so. You know, there's 80s flicks. There's 90s flicks. There's the 2000 flicks. I could do. You say, hey. Let's do a movies of '86. I could do that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I, I'm I'm very. We can just do 1984. Like that's like the best year of movies in the uh, for the '80s. Like I, holy I shit! Could, I could do an '84. That's not a problem. I I could definitely whip up. I could whip that in my sleep probably. Exactly. So trust me, I, I would love to be back on your show. 
All right. Well, good. Um, so yeah, let's, uh, everybody have a good night and have a good week and wherever you are when life gets stuff, just keep sipping. Goodbye. Thank you.